Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Wiggins America. Gone and close the curtains. Cause all we need is did you name this segment after Roy's middle name? Uh, what's what's Roy's middle name this time? Serious questions. Oh, Roy's middle name changes every day. <laughs> well, I'll ask him. You want to go get some Taco Bell? And he's like, "That's my middle name." Aaron does his middle name's Taco Bell sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Too? yeah, sometimes it is. Wow. Word, my parents were very uh, forward thinking. Wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell probably existed when you were born, though. It wasn't a big deal. Maybe they were hungry. Yeah. They could have gone Noggles or Del Taco, but they went Taco Bell. Or Rax. Yeah. 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 That was my, that's my little name. <laughs> RRW and Rax. You don't even know what Rax is, Trisha. Stop. Sure don't. All right. Who's ready for serious questions? Raise your hand. That's everybody. Yay. <laughs> 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 Shh, make it sound like he's alone. No, no. That was everybody. It's the end of their mind. Nobody raised their hand. Uh, that means that Roy is going first. Roy, <clears throat> go. Okay, here we go. Serious question. Uh, Echo Zealots set their sights on new key food source for 3.5 billion people. What? What's an Echo Zealot? I have no idea. But the gist <laughs> of it is... <clears throat> These are people, I, people passionate about the, the bouncing of sound? No, no, no. no, probably the economy, or not the economy. The ecological. 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 Okay. (laughs) Echo. Echo. (laughs) So it's... it's, it's, They spend a lot of time in caves. It's the bug. (laughs) Let's eat bugs and fake meat people. Okay. So they're going after rice. Ooh, yeah. What? Yeah. I love rice. So they're saying that, uh, and and this is how, I'm just going to say it, how stupid... They are. Trisha loves rice. We need to like throw. I love it so much. Rice blood it's on my her favorite thing as she's leaving so a restaurant. Their, their problem is not yeah. even with. <laughs> I the, love it when people throw rice at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is not even with the rice. It's with the what a lot of these countries do after they harvest. They burn the fields. Okay, which seems weird to me because most of them are underwater. But that's what they do to to clear it and restart. Um, so the burning of the rice fields apparently creates methane, which some nerd scientist somewhere said uh, is worse than CO2. And so rather than address the p- 
post-harvesting method of these rice farms. They're just going to say, we need to get rid of rice. And they eat bugs. And that's a super compassionate take since like a fourth or more of the earth basically subsists on rice. Correct. Especially the poorest nations on earth, Bangladesh. They took away rice. They're already starving. What are they going to do? Yeah. Oh, well, let them have bugs. Bangladesh and me. (laughs) Me too. Yeah. There's no gluten in it. I've got a Bangladesh flag pin that I'm going to start wearing and see if I can get that trending. Put it on your uh, Facebook too. Yeah. But uh, serious question. Serious question. What is with quinoa? Ooh. It's a great question. That is a good question. Mm -hmm. I think that you you should answer this first because you are a quinoa advocate. I eat quinoa from Bread Company in that bowl, and I like it. They know what they're doing. It's delicious. I tried my own quinoa at home, and it came out like hard and cold at the same time. And it was like cooked, but it wasn't cooked. And I don't know how to cook quinoa. It's a little bit of a surprise because I don't cook, period, and mm-hmm. I can cook quinoa. No, it's very difficult. You can just get a box of it. It it, it got stuck <laughs> in my teeth. You don't have to like harvest it and it, make it, it yourself. Was, it was a box. <laughs> I've tried to cook it not once, not twice, but three times. Man. Fail every save, time. Save the rice, ditch the quinoa because it's just not edible. We're yeah. big fans of jasmine rice. I don't know if you guys yes. do the jasmine oh, rice, yeah. but that's where it's at. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like jasmine rice that much. Long, too long and grainy. It's neither of those things. Jasmine rice? I it's thought it was the, the perfect white rice. It's Jasmine. the sticky oh, white rice. Oh, it's a Chinese restaurant. Yep. Oh, well then I it's love the Jasmine rice. only rice you should be changing my tune know. a bit yeah. here. Uh, what about quinoa for you? Um, I like quinoa. Hmm. I also love that on the box of quinoa, if you get the right boxes, it says ancient grain. Because then I will walk around for the rest of the evening <laughs> <No>. going, <laughs> ancient grains. <laughs> And for some reason, my wife both hates that and thinks it's hilarious. And so I just keep doing <laughs> this it. This actually happens in your house, Oh, yeah, and I'll, like, peek around a corner, like, <laughs> ancient grains. <laughs> I hate the, it so much. <laughs> the, the, it's so creepy. <laughs> like, why? I'll, like, knock on the door oh, if she's in the bathroom. Wife. And she'll be like, I'm in here, and I'll just whisper it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have nightmares about that. The older my kids get, the more they're either on board or they are weirded out. I don't know which because they just think like, what's happening? Because I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to tell them. Um, I'm crying. All right. Well, I'm going to go next. This one is uh, for everyone, really. But Roy, you're going to have a special place in your heart for this. Great. You'd stop drinking it if you knew what was in it. Dr. Pepper fans are shaken up over ingredients that make it taste like medicine. This is a weird story because this is something that has been percolating about Dr. Pepper for years, but it just popped up this week, so I thought I'd grab it. Okay. It says that Dr. Pepper was created and sparked the world's obsession with fizzy beverages. It actually predates Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, it was invented in 1885 by a drugstore pharmacist, mm-hmm. which may be why people associate it with medicine a little bit more than the others. Um, and early advertisements suggest that the drink had medical benefits, declaring it aided digestion and restored vim, vigor, and vitality. But the recipe of the 23 ingredients is a closely guarded secret. 
There have been plenty of rumors speculating on what it, what Dr. Pepper could contain, including prune juice. Have you ever heard that rumor? That Dr. No. Pepper was made from prune juice? I have not heard that rumor. So that is when they released the new labels that say Dr. Pepper and then 23 on it, because they're saying it's 23 ingredients, and subtly what they were saying in that ad is none of them are prune juice. They were trying to disassociate themselves from that idea. Does prune juice make it gross? It's a weird association. I, I mean, I kind of, I, I love Dr. Pepper, and when I heard that, I was like, ew, something about that is unappetizing to me. No? Not to for me. For you? Really? I, I mean, to me, prune juice sounds like it's good for you. I'm a juice. I'm, I'm I mean, a, it is good for you. I'm a juice for your health kind of fan, so having a little bit of juice in a thing with 23 flavors, that's got to be better than, I thought you were going to say cough syrup or no, but that's something terrible. No, but that's people in their minds associate Dr. Pepper with. And in fact, a weird fun fact, not in that article, but a couple friends of mine who lived in Israel they said that Dr. Pepper is not sold in Israel at all, and they missed it because they liked it from being here. But they said because it is so closely associated with cough medicine that Israelites don't want to drink it because they view it as too close to medicine. Because mm-hmm. I guess they have some medicines that taste like Dr. Pepper there. I have never once associated Dr. Pepper with medicine. I can't believe you and I have not had these conversations before. With all the we time we've spent, a lot of Dr. Pepper. we we would we would take hours get together and drink Dr. Pepper. We would, yes. we would that. have these long lunches, which we'll talk about later in the show. Um, when we were working together, where we would be doing quote unquote meetings, mm. <laughs> but really we were just eating and talking and drinking Dr. Pepper, and we talked about even in the basement of our office making a Dr. Pepper lounge. That's yes. how much we loved it, we and like putting the it on tap. Dr. Pepper red, yes. We did. We were thinking about putting logos up and having it on tap. Do you guys work for Dr. Pepper now? What's happening? Well, we were close. I'm trying to get an endorsement deal, but <laughs> yeah, me it too. Hasn't worked yet. <laughs> yeah, as, as soon as this show is carried in Waco, we are in. Um, but serious question. Serious question. What the heck is Dr. Pepper? I figured you would know the answer to this question because you and I talk about it so much. Uh, Dr. Pepper is a delicious. Soft drink. Salt. That's true. Carbonated. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, great. I'm, I'm surprised that was a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, do you want do, us to guess the flavors? Go ahead. I Is mean, that the, whatever. I don't know. You guys are the I Dr. Pepper experts. And cherry, probably. Closest I've come to figuring out what it is, because they, they closely guard the secret, is that Mr. Pib, or I should say Pib Extra, put on its cans right after Dr. Pepper did the 23 thing because they were fighting the prune juice rumor too. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed you guys didn't know this. What especially is, you. What is wrong with prune juice? It's a weird association with a soda. And <laughs> and people did not like it and they both went after Clearly. it. That for a while on a Pib can, it would say spiced cherry soda. Do you remember this? I don't remember that, but yeah, that's interesting. For, for about a year or so, spice cherry it would say soda. spice cherry. And maybe it still does, but I don't remember seeing it recently because I, I think they got rid of it. But that is, to me, the closest they've ever come to revealing the taste of Dr. Pepper, which has got to be different than a wild cherry Pepsi, but it's still cherry-based, I think. That's interesting because mm-hmm. I don't... I don't... 
I'm not a fan of Cherry Coke. Let's you and I do a podcast on this. We like, should. Like You're not a fan hours. of Cherry Coke. Are you a fan of Cherry Pepsi? No. Really? Like, Even at the like, movies? No. I don't like cherry flavoring mm. and stuff. So if if it was if it was noticeable enough in Dr. Pepper, I think I'm not going to say it's not in there because I don't know. And I don't want to jeopardize my future endorsement deal. Mm. But um, I would be surprised if it was cherry. But the fact that Pib, Pib said it, and they're trying to be Dr. Pepper, mm-hmm. that makes me wonder. When I'm in a fancy restaurant, you know what I'm ordering every time? Kitty cocktail. Mm, I the love, best. I love the cherry flavor. So good. In anything. Trisha, your turn. All right. Um <clears throat> Speaking of uh, vying for endorsement deals, 7-Eleven brings uh, back the Bring Your Own Cup Day. It's coming back this spring. So on April 29th, uh, 7-Eleven patrons can bring in a cup of any size and get a free a, a Slurpee for $2. So you bring in your own cup, you fill it up. They've introduced a new Slurpee flavor, Fanta Dragon Fruit Zero Sugar, whatever that means, and as well as their classic fa- flavors. My question for you guys: Are you familiar with this "Bring Your Own Cup to 7-Eleven"? I think I've heard campaign. of it. Campaign. We don't have a lot of 7-Elevens around me, so I don't, don't really go to them. But yeah, familiar. Okay. Have you ever participated? Serious question. No. So that's clear. But I will say that Moto Mart does a ninety-nine cent slushy that's probably similar to a Slurpee year-round. Year-round, but can you bring your own cup? I don't want to bring a cup. They have a cup for me that is included in the price for <laughs> My 99 cents. serious question is, would you ever bring a bucket to one of these things? Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Serious question. Ooh, man. So $2 could, all you can drink could Slurpee. You? Yes. They wouldn't stop you? I mean, they didn't say so. They should have put that in a disclaimer or something. I don't know if I would bring a bucket, but I get what you're saying. A giant <laughs> igloo cooler. Yep. Ooh, yeah. An igloo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those ones you put Gatorade in yes. on the football field. In fact, that seems like that would be the only way to do it. Because if you brought a bucket, the problem is if you've ever tried to drink a slushy beyond the first 15 minutes, it ain't working. Because it, it has to be the exact temperature of not quite frozen, not quite liquid. And if it's not that temperature, it's not a slushy. And it's no good. It's just like drinking syrup water. Or it's a solid. You can't drink it. So I'd, I'd be worried about what it would do to with bucket. So here, here's a, a brief little sideline that goes back to your question Ooh. with the cherry. One instance of me being a bad parent, I bought my daughter a slushy from some fast food place, cherry flavored something she wanted. Obviously, as kids do, she was sitting in a car seat in the back of the car. What do you do if you're a kid? And the car seat in the back of a car is you just pour stuff yep. all over everything. You spill that thing all over the back seat. <clears throat> so what you do? You're back there. You might as well. Yep. She spilled it on her leg, mm-hmm. and that whatever was in that cherry slushy stained her leg for about four months. We could not get that off of her skin. Seems like an FDA hazard. Yeah, which is why to this day I don't like cherry stuff. Wow. That's a great story to end on. <laughs> Your cherry origin story. That is, that's it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Everybody knew your thoughts toward cherry, but nobody knew why until now. Now they know. Art- artificial cherry, because it's not all cherries. 
I just assumed cherry was artificial. (laughs) (laughs) All all cherries are artificial. (laughs) You see that tree right there, son? That's fake. (laughs) (laughs) Apple tree next to it, good. Cherry tree, not so much. That's right. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, I got a big guest. I don't want to say it now because I'm going to surprise Roy with it later. Uh, But a big guest from Saturday Night Live, (laughs) maybe you know who that is, Roy, Uh, is coming up later in the show. Stick around more with you, Mary. Fight the break of dawn, come tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be gone. The Hoobastank of Talk Radio, Wiggins, America. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.